0: The Bureau of Dominant Speakers is literally launching careers. From contracts with the state to traveling worldwide for keynotes, it is literally launching careers. Antonio T. Smith Jr. has created a safe place for speakers to be able to study and learn and grow and network with each other without having to worry about the negativity of the outside world when we step on a stage. I have learned so much through the Bureau of Dominant Speakers. I've learned so much about structuring a keynote. I never knew how to structure a keynote, but I could definitely stand up and talk from structuring a keynote to actually applying for a speaking engagement. It's scary. And Antonio helps us move out of our comfort zone and pushes us to success. He pushes us to launch our dreams. He pushes us to reach our goals. He helps us grow as speakers and pull, he pulls out of us things that we didn't even know we had in us. The Bureau of Dominant Speakers is creating amazing, masterful speakers who are changing the lives of everyone they speak with and, who they, and they talk to. It's something... That I, have never experienced before. It, it's literally growing and building and changing lives and helping speakers become more than just speakers. We're literally creating businesses. We are creating products. We're writing books. We're doing blogs and podcasts. We. We are doing things outside of the normal thing that we would would do. We would normally just get up and stand on the stage. We would be too nervous to write a book or to start a podcast or not even know how to do either. And, And a blog? And he's pushing us to do all of this. He's pulling us out of our comfort zone and putting us into the zone of growth. I don't know of anybody else that's doing that. The Bureau of Dominant Speakers is here to create masterful speakers and launch careers. And that is exactly what Antonio T. Smith Jr. is doing with the Bureau of Dominant Speakers.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode one of the Bureau of Dominant Speakers podcast. We would like to call it BODs for short. We are your co-hosts. I am Laura Lodeholtz.
2: And I am Vince Anderson, and as you see on the screen, Mr. Bodge himself, Mr. Law Lohort, is the man himself. On today's episode, I have the pleasure of interviewing Law, and man, let me tell you, it is going to be a blast. He has some magnificent things going on, and i got to let you know what's happening with Law. So, but before we do that, I feel compelled that Law, I think we got to tell the people what Bodge is all about, man.
1: Most certainly. The Bureau of Dominant Speakers is the brainchild of the company's CEO, Antonio T. Smith and Tempest Smith. And BODS is a network within the ATS Companies Network, where company's motto is, we make profitable clients more profitable. The ATSBU mission is to create an education system to create 1,000 millionaires. And this is the best part to create a company that pays its speakers to be speakers and find them multiple speaking engagements.
2: I don't think they hurt you, Law. I think a part of that said that this company
1: is on a mission to train how many millionaires? 100,000 millionaires. Don't confuse the number 100,000. Let me tell you, we we need
2: to correct that number because right now there's two on the call right now. So it's not 100,000, it's uh, something like one hundred two
1: thousand. 90-
2: <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, man. But I'll tell you what, to go a little bit further in this company's history, man, we got to tell them a little bit more because Absolutely. this company is doing some magnificent things out there. It is a new company that it, it's, it's, people don't know about it yet. We're barely scratching the surface on this company. And, and you know, we have the, the opportunity to be the faces of one of the company's networks. Because we are, uh, this company has multiple networks, multiple arms, spider arms out there just doing some awesome things, man. Just think about it. This is a top professional and personal development company. And the business training that they provide is absolutely, I mean, it's unmatched by anything out there. And I can tell you this, I've been involved with a lot of companies that don't give half, not even three quarters of what the ATS Business University does and you're gonna learn about what that business university is as you get to know Law and myself. You know, this company offers everyone from small business owners, to managers, to entrepreneurs, to stay-at-home moms, to college students, to anyone in between, reliable, high-quality resources through business consulting. Now, that's a mouthful right there, but check it out, though. They deliver, hands down. They have a 14-day uh, trial that Law's gonna tell you about at the end of today's episode. It's absolutely crazy, 14 days to try this stuff free. So guess what? When, you, when Law gives you that website at the end, I'm telling you, you got to jump on it because this material is absolutely crazy. You know, the training, it, I mean, I stopped the business consulting, but we got business training, professional and personal coaching, motivational speaking. Hey, what Mr. Law does, and he's going to tell you about some of the stuff that he's doing, you know, how to produce uh, courses, programs, books, conferences, workshops, and more. Law, I'm tired, man. You got to help me.
1: (laughs) Well, look, I'll take it over for you. Check out the website and the free training materials. You won't be disappointed. You can reach the network at www.theatsjunior.com. And when you sign up, tell the happiness consultants that Law invents you.
2: That's right, we want you to let them know that we sent you because we want to know that this podcast is reaching some folks, this podcast is touching some folks, because we want to be able to, we're going to showcase some talent on this show that's absolutely unreal, and we want to make sure that we are reaching that audience, so that we are giving them value, giving you all value, that you want to be a part of this network like we are. So okay. without further ado, I got to stop at their law, because man, I'm telling you as our CEO likes to call him, the chocolate dreadhead man, let me tell you, I, am, I have the pleasure in our first episode to introduce you to Mr. Law. I'm going to say Law because I mess his name up all the time. And from what he's getting ready to tell us about himself right now, I cannot mess that up and give him less of an intro than what he deserves. But Law, I got to ask you, man, it's your time. Who is
1: Law Lodehort?
2: Who is Law?
1: Who is Laura? Well, as you said before, as I like to go by, I'm chocolate, and you see it very clear. I'm laying down Laura. Laura is a transformational entertainer. I'm that individual that's going to give you a message, but ensure that you are entertained while you're getting that message, because nobody likes anybody boring. We don't have time for that. But you do have to elevate where you're at, and you're going to get that from me.
2: Okay, okay get okay transformational entertainer What's talk to me about that what's this transformational entertainer thing what's that how do you go about doing that
1: transformational entertainer is a term that i i didn't come up with but it's starting to be coined and the beautiful thing about transformation is that you're taking a person from one level that they're at in their life and you're elevating them to the next level, but you're also them some entertainment underneath there. Because a lot of times when we watch TV or we watch things that is on the internet, we are trying to escape the reality in which we're currently in. So that's where the entertainment portion of it comes from. So you're going to get that message from me. I'm going to elevate your mind. I'm going to take you to new heights. I'm going to have you really dig deep into your psyche and ponder what it is that you're doing with your life. But I'm going to put a little dance on it, put a little swag on it. That's the entertainment piece of it. There you go again. This bodge
2: thing is coming out. You got this nice thing. Okay, for the the listeners that that don't know, as you see on our background, we have two different screens. Law is in Brooklyn, New York. Yes. Okay, and I am in Spotsylvania, Virginia, and that's why you see the two different screens. We are in two parts, di- two parts, different parts of. The, well, I can't say the country because Law is a couple of yeah, hours from it. me, <laughs> you know. But I'm telling you, I'm still stuck on this box thing, man, because I still I got to go work out. Now he's doing some little softer thing. Got happened. I, I got to go start working out because he's killing me here. But Law, come on. okay. Who is Law though? Let's dig deep. I mean, because you weren't always this transformational entertainer's guy, you know, the dreadheads, this chocolate man, you know, got it all. You know, tell us who law is and how did you get to the point? Let's start at the beginning of law for what you want to tell us and how you got to the Bureau of Dominant Speakers.
1: Okay. So this journey, I would say this journey started from small. I grew up in foster care. We were taken from our parents at a young age. I have eight siblings. Five of us grew up into care. The other three did not. And because of that, I had to grow up fast. At a young age, I was always taking care of the other children in the home, whether it be a couple of siblings or just other kids that were there. So I had to grow up fast. I had to teach other people how to live life, how to move forward. And in turn, that also taught me to become a go-getter because nobody was pushing me to do anything. So I had to force myself to go to school. I had to force myself to learn and become the individual in which you see. But luckily enough, my mother actually came back and she got all five of us out of foster care to finish raising us and kudos to her because that's a lot, that's a big deal.
2: Yeah, that's a lot.
1: Kudos to
2: her, absolutely.
1: Yeah, and I'm thankful for that. And then went on this journey, went and finished college, uh, was excelling in, in other business industries, as well as in management, things of that nature. And then what I did was I hit a roadblock. At 23, I became disabled. And that kind of ended my whole world, in a sense, because I wasn't able to travel, I wasn't able to participate in my business. or I was a college graduate. It just, it was wow. insane how quick everything just changed. And I went through that because I had a routine operation. It was a tonsillectomy and an adenoidectomy. And I got sick behind the surgery. And I ended up being in a hospital for about a week. I had uh, cold chills, fevers, night sweats, just everything that you think of. I couldn't keep anything down. And I lost a lot of weight in a matter of two weeks, because the first week you couldn't eat anything because of the surgery. The second week I got sick and then I lost even more. So I had to be in the hospital because I was extremely weak. I couldn't walk, I couldn't do anything. But when they finally did release me, that's when I started to develop agoraphobia. Agoraphobia? Agoraphobia?
2: Okay, what's, what's, I'm sorry for cutting you off because what's agoraphobia?
1: agoraphobia is a fear of crowds people and Ah. situations okay yes and i spent two years trapped in my house unable to leave because i was a fearful of the outside world
2: wait a second okay i'm sorry for cutting you off because i I definitely don't want to keep cutting you off but you're hitting on some stuff right you're hitting on some some serious stuff right now man so how did that 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 you said goraphobia
1: Agoraphobia.
2: How does that come on? I mean, did it just something like it just hit you one day? Or was there something that happened to you that just like, OK, I, I need to push the people back and keep them
1: away from law? It was one of those things that kind of just hit me. I've always dealt with anxiety. But the extreme of anxiety is panic disorder. And my anxiety turned into that. And I do remember growing up in, in forced care and passing out in crowds. But my forced parents never took me to see if there was something that was going on within me. And then fast forward to 23, and then this becoming the extreme of it. So I felt like I probably had a touch of it from the very beginning, but because no one dived into it and actually stopped it, that it probably progressed underneath everything. And then because I had this traumatic episode with the hospitalizations, it came to the forefront.
2: Gotcha. Okay, so okay, now, You have this phobia. I don't see that. I see this personality. I mean, you right now, just looking at you, man, you're just glowing right now. Wait a a second. They don't know, but it's 9 o'clock in the morning on on the East Coast where we're And it doesn't look like because you're just glowing, man. And and the camera just loves you. So how how are the two of these things working? I mean, I'm not seeing this.
1: That's the part that was so mind-boggling that – I couldn't wrap myself around it nor could my family because I have always been a social butterfly. I have always been this animated person to going being this shell or a snail or a hermit or what have you and not being able to do anything. So it took a journey of about um, two years to actually get back into the world and then another three years to really become strong and back to who you see today, the law that you see. And it was a combination of medications, therapy, and then me motivating my own psyche because I knew who I was as a person. I knew what I wanted to do, what I wanted to become, but it was a battle to get back to that individual.
2: Yeah. Man, that is that is something, man. Kudos to you, man, for overcoming that because that's, that's from listening to you right there, that's a story right there. You know, so when you go out, because you're also a public speaker, right? Because that's why yes. I'm on this platform. So when you go out and speak, do you speak to that, that gorephobia and how you've gotten over that and how you deal with that?
1: Absolutely. Most certainly. That's one of my major speaking points is about mental health, the importance of mental health <clears throat> you're doing for yourself. And it's important. And and even showing a person what you have been through to the person that they actually see. No, I haven't always been this person. So just because you see a cover in front of you, you have to turn that cover and look in between the pages. Because that Mm -hmm. individual has been through a couple of things. And that's what I put in in everything that I'm speaking about. And then fast forward to actually starting on this process of becoming a motivational speaker was a mental thing. I kept on telling myself over and over. Well, initially, this is how it started. Okay. I've always been an entertainer in a sense. I just knew that I couldn't sing. Okay? Okay. okay. I am the best limp singer you'll probably ever see. I'll be <laughs> sitting on that train, and I will be... And, and I know individuals are like, oh, he probably could really sing. No, I can't sing at all. I'm, <sighs> letting, I'm letting all the secrets out of the hat. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny go ahead i'm sorry You, agree that, go ahead yeah i am an awesome dancer but i don't follow steps well i end up creating my own steps within it as you're teaching it so i'm just like you know what dancing is not for you so the last thing was speaking i've always presented in college <clears throat> I've had a business that I had to go around and travel and speaking, but I've always wanted to be up front and center. So I said, you know what? Speaking is probably the best thing for me. And then I can put my own stink on it. And that's where the transformational entertainer came in.
2: Man, okay. So you hit on something, but you haven't hit on something we talked about. A couple of days ago when we were preparing for the podcast, we were talking a little bit and I just had to hold the horses because I was like, okay, Law, I don't want you to go too deep because I want, I want to hear your story as our listeners hear your story, you also mentioned that you have an acting background and you were doing a little bit of that
1: before you became disabled, right? Yeah, so I was on my journey of becoming an actor and that's when (laughs) I got sick and everything kind of derailed from there. Would I go back to it? Who knows? I know that I want to be in commercial print. that's That's more where my heart is. Okay. I, I want to be in a commercial. I want to be in a campaign. So that's where I really want to focus at. But acting was a way to get there.
2: Gotcha. So, okay. So you have the background and back the the background in acting, this entertainer, this personality. So I also saw a picture. Now the, the people gotta know gotta know this. I saw a picture with you and the number one uh public speaker in the industry who is this gentleman i
1: saw you in that picture with i believe this gentleman you might be talking about is les brown look out now not
2: the one and only yes the one and only how did that first of all how did you meet him how'd you get a picture with him what's that relationship talk to us about that man
1: okay so Uh, Les Brown started with manifestation. I believe that if you want to hold it in your hand, you have to start here. So what I did was I started writing an email to Les Brown two times a week for six months, explaining my story, how he's going to train me, what we're going to do in this industry, and, and everything of that. And then one day, I seen that he was going to go and speak in New Jersey. New Jersey is probably, depending on where you're at in New Jersey, maybe it's an hour, two hours away from New York. And I was like, I got to get there. I got to get there. I didn't care what was going to happen, what was going to be. I got to get there. And even then, my um, agoraphobia started to sit in, because I had to get on this bus. I had to go to New Jersey. I'm not in control. How do I get back? You know, I'm not from New Jersey. I'm from New York. It's easier in New York because we got trains and buses everywhere. It's not a problem. Right. Right. You know. But when it comes to New Jersey, it's a little different. And I'm speaking to my sister on the phone. I'm like, oh gosh, I'm nervous. She's like, no, you're on a mission. You're gonna make it. You gotta do it. I said, yeah, I know I'm gonna get there, but I feel uh uh, uh.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: okay Yeah, yeah. Okay, keep keep going. Come on, give me some more, man. Give me some meat and then i get to the event and my eldest brother's there one of my eldest cousins my niece as well so that made me feel a little more centered
2: so wait a second so did you have them come there with you as your support system
1: no had no idea that they were even going wow insane that they were wow that is
2: awesome that that oh man i'm sure that gave you all the confidence in the world but go ahead i see you got me excited i'm just cutting you off now go ahead
1: as we get in, we were able to sit in the first row, and we sat in the first row, all of us, and I was just like, wow, I am really here. This has been six months of emailing this man, and I am here. So when it came time to actually for the crowd to speak, I had tried to reach for the mic to speak, but my eldest brother ended up getting the mic first. He shared a little bit of our story, what his younger siblings had been doing for care, because he didn't grow up in For care and a little bit of that. And then Les Brown actually invited us up to actually take a picture. I was able to speak with him for a little bit, gave him my business card. Then a couple of weeks later, I ended up getting a call from one of his team members inviting me to dinner in Florida. And then I also stayed for a speaker's training for that weekend as well. And then everything just continued to progress from there. Wow. Yeah. Insane manifestation.
2: Tell me about it, man. You always hear about that, but then again, you, people. Okay, it doesn't happen to everybody, you know. But when it does happen to someone, like the, the story that you just said, that's amazing. Yeah, that you absolutely. went there and done that. So you you get to get a chance to meet Mr. Les Brown. Did you and you stayed there for some training down there, right? So I did. How did that propel you to do, get get you out of that? get you out of your comfort zone, to get out in front of people? Because we're going to get into some other stuff that you're doing right now. But how, does that training help to propel you there? What happened once you left Florida?
1: The training helped to make me a better speaker because I didn't have a problem with getting in front of people. I love to be in front of people. I'm, I'm an entertainer, baby. Okay. I'm going to make sure you have a good time. So don't you even <laughs> worry about it, okay? Okay. But it helped me to become a better speaker a poised speaker, a better speaker, it helped me to actually start the process of figuring out the products and stuff that I want to create and the industry of speaking that I want to go into. So it it was mental health, it was speaking to children, things of that nature. So that's what that started. And then on one of the trainings that I went to, I actually end up indirectly meeting Antonio We were having a dress-off competition every day, and that's how Antonio and I met.
2: Wait, I gotta cut you off there. This is funny because one of the podcasts that I was introduced to you on, which you don't know, I listen to a lot of the Brick By Big podcasts. When we come back and do some more episodes, we're gonna let our listeners know of all the podcasts and everything that the network has going on. But one of those episodes that you're gonna have to talk about here in a second, I think it may be the same one, your 30-day journey to creating this, this thing that we're going to get into here in a second. And I can recall Antonio saying that he was trying to have a dress off, but every time he came back the next day, you took it to another level.
1: Yes. And, and and it
2: was so funny because the way you explained it was Antonio it's very simple because all I changed is this one piece here or one <laughs> piece. do you recall that?
1: Absolutely. absolutely See, yes. I did
2: some research on the brother. I was I was listening. <laughs> I'm <and> impressed. <laughs> so that's the funny thing about when you're talking about this this dress off and Antonio said that he couldn't and dress Antonio he's a sharp dresser, but I, I gotta gotta give it to my bod's co host. I'm telling you. So whoever's listening just picture in your mind, but whoever's in the visual, this brother's got it all. Brother's got style, flash. What's the word? Panache. Did I say that right?
1: Panache sounds great. Pizzazz is what it is, Pizazz. but I like
2: panache. See, I'm gonna have to work on my coolness and my fashion sense because I'm <laughs> sitting here in you know nice little casual T-shirt, relaxed. He's sitting up in here in this nice fitted black tee with a with a vest on. See, he's showing me up. See, he didn't let me know where he was going. On this journey, and you I'm gonna have to. I,
1: I'm go gonna
2: get with what you are. No, no, forget that. We ain't gonna be sitting in front of folks. We ain't gonna be sitting on Oprah, and you gonna be sitting there looking all dapper and canon. and I'm gonna be in this. No, we ain't gonna be <laughs> Fashion Man and Mark Zuckerberg. No, it, it ain't gonna happen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be on your coattails. <laughs> but he got like
1: all the billions, so.
2: Hey, that's okay. But hey, that's okay. But see, man, you keep getting me going, getting me sideways because you get me excited. So, you meet less. You start doing your speaking stuff. Getting out there, you're an entertainer. You're getting out there doing stuff. You meet Antonio. So, so tell tell me tell our listeners how that relationship evolved for a little bit, because we're gonna get into it because that relationship has gotten us to where we're at today, and it's propelling you to some things that are just remarkable. So, how yeah, did that relationship go?
1: So, with that dress off that we were having, because. What I explained to Antonio was <laughs> I was wearing, like, the same outfit for the whole weekend. It was insane. Yeah. But what people don't realize, because I grew up in fourth grade. When you grow up in fourth grade, you don't have a lot of things. So yeah. I had to learn how to manipulate, manipulate <laughs> what it is that I'm wearing because kids can be harsh. They don't care yeah. about your situation. If you look like crap when you come to school, they're going to run with that. And I had to learn out of every age that we have to flip this. I may not have everything and I've always kept that mentality what I had. So I would, I had I think a max of two different outfits and then I would flip them. Wear the vest with this, the pants with this or wear the shirt with this or accessorize with this, put on a shoe with this. And when you flip it and you do that, people see something different every single time. And then with my hair, I had it in one hairstyle, but I took it out and did something else with it. So it was always something <laughs> changing for those three days. So you're not able to keep up because I always look different, and that is the trick for when you're when you're trying to do something different. I tell you what, since
2: I know your trick, when we get together for our uh, our our very first uh, university uh, networks. Uh, conv- I don't want to call it convention. I don't know what we're gonna call it. We gotta think of another name for convention because that sounds boring. And there's nothing boring about the ATSBU. Not at all. So I, I'm coming for you in October. I'm letting okay. you know that now. I'm coming for you.
1: Well, you know, I'm, you know, I'm been seeing it. So you, I'm coming for you. It don't to come with it. I already have my things already planned I'm out. I telling
2: you, you gonna be on stage looking dapper, and they are gonna be like, why is that man over there in that corner looking so good? <laughs> I'm gonna say because. I'm the other half of the bods.
1: Amen. Amen. Okay. To that. So yes. I okay. gotta
2: make sure that where one bod is, the second bod looks equally. It's, what is it? Equally yoke? Is that what they use when they talk about marriage and stuff like that?
1: Equally yoke or equally good, either or. Yes. That's right. I'm gonna
2: make sure that I make sure that my podcast, my my my, my bods podcast mate, I, I uphold to his standards.
1: Well, look. I mean, you got the beauty. You well, just you know, the threads. You know, so you're already halfway there. That's it.
2: Well, see, I'm sitting down. So I'm like three, I'm like a quarter of the way there. I got to work on the other half, (laughs) then we can talk. (laughs) But hey, okay, so you meet Antonio, you have this dress off there, and, and of course you win that. Did you guys have any type of exchange there to like, okay, hey, this is somebody that I might want to align my forces with to take my business, my brand to the next level. So where did that relationship go with you and Antonio?
1: So or how did that, it go during those three days when we was having that dress off competition, he actually had a breakout session that I wasn't able to get in because everyone was packed in this breakout session, trying to get all of his nuggets. But before we actually left, that's when we were able to exchange numbers and he was asking me, how can I help you? And i was like, you know, this is awesome. Cause we didn't really talk to her the whole time. We didn't have no conversation, no nothing. We exchanged contacts and before he actually exit the hotel, he asked me, he asked me, who is king? Who is king? Yeah, I believe it was, he asked me who is king, and I said, well, I am a king, and he had a king hat on, and he tossed me the king hat, and I've had it on my uh, shelf ever since, and every time that I exit my room and I enter, it reminds me of who I am, where I'm trying to go to, and that's because of that king hat, and then, from there, I would call him and I asked him for his guidance on, on what it is that I wanted to do in the speaking industry. And then that's when he gave me the 30 days of, of uh, Facebook Lives.
2: Okay. So I got to stop it before we go to the 30 books of Facebook Live because I, I think our listeners absolutely need to know what that is. But wait a second. You, Antonio is a multimillionaire. Okay. Antonio successful, he's the CEO of the, the network companies. And and he's co-CEO with he and Tempest. They're doing a lot of things. And you mean to tell me that you're able to reach out to the CEO of this company?
1: Personally, every single day, whenever I want to.
2: And the reason I said that that's just unreal when you have, and I've gotten to know Antonio over the last several months that actually I've I've known him for a little over a year, but now I've gotten a little closer with some of the other uh, opportunities within the company that I've been um, blessed to be a part of just being able to just when you said that you're able to reach out to him and and get to him that says a lot right there in his character and what he how he runs his business and the interest he takes in the people that he mentors because we are part of that that mentee group and you having direct access to him man that's just crazy so how how does that exchange go when an idea comes you just say hey Antonio what's going on hey this is what I got how does how does that exchange go
1: Well, I came to him, I said, you know, the training was awesome with Les Brown, but the one part that I was missing was how to put it all together. And Antonio helped me to put it all together. So one of the questions that he asked me was, what makes your heart hurt? And I told him complacency. Growing up in the hood, you see complacent people all the time. You see people not living to their highest expression of themselves, even with family and friends and then he said, what are you willing to die for? Mm. Mm. I had to let that sit there for a moment. Wow. really think about what are you willing to die for? And for me at that time, it was my nephew. My nephew looks just like me. He is 10 now, but he looks just like me. Dreads and all? Not dreads, but okay. the chocolate skin. The chocolate Look out, skin. all right. He has a similar personality to me, and I have always pushed and installed within him that you can be and do anything that you want. Because he wants to travel the world. I've been to so many different countries. I'm doing YouTube, I'm doing this. He wants to do all these different things, and I'm I'm telling him, you can do it. You don't let no one tell you anything else. So he was in that because I always want to be an example for him. And then with that, he told me to research the uh, topic of complacency and create a topic for every single day and research that topic even more for those days. And then you speak between 30 to 60 minutes per day. And that will also help to make you a better speaker because you're going with the flow. You have these speaking topics that you're talking about. And then that will become your first product. And the beautiful thing about that is that it's all free. Wow. Okay. Wow. Wow. So,
2: I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead.
1: Sometimes people think that you've got to create something that's elaborate to actually start something. No, Facebook is awesome. You can actually record on it, and then you can download your recording to your computer, and you can take that, and you can do whatever you want with that recording. So, boom, you have a product.
2: Wow, that's crazy. So, wait a second. Okay, I'm looking on the back there over your right shoulder. Is that one of your books right there? That is. Which book, is that the book that you just finished writing? No, that is, that's not the
1: one I just finished writing. That is actually the first one that actually made me an author. Wow,
2: can you put that up to the screen so we can get yeah. a better look at that?
1: Is, is that the man himself? Look out. Oh, that on, is look the it. man himself look with out. me on it. And it is uh, Antonio T. Smith Changed Our Lives. And we're talking about how Antonio changed our lives as well as what we are doing in the speaking industry and um, our own personal story.
2: So how did does, how does that book come about then? Because you have Antonio on the face there. That's not the one that he helped you with your 30
1: days live, right? No, that's not that. Okay. No.
2: So that's a product you went to Antonio with and say, hey, I got an idea. I've already done something. What do you think about this? How did that idea come up?
1: That was actually something that he brought to me.
2: Okay. Wait okay.
1: a second. So he
2: gave you an idea of a book. You ran with it, created it
1: nope it was an idea that he was working on and he wanted because there's a (laughs) co-authorship this book here okay he wanted a couple of authors to be in it and he said look i have this great opportunity this is what it's about this this and that send you a portion of to it and then boom i was an author
2: wow that's that's crazy yes that is crazy man so you got that you have one book under your belt already so you are already a published and accomplished author already yes transformation entertainer already public speaker you you're doing it all so let, let me go back a little bit the bureau of dominant speakers bods as we call it that's we're the only ones can use that term right now because it's us bods. absolutely
1: that's yes us. yeah
2: so how did you get to bods how
1: well antonio's been playing with this idea of having a podcast for the bureau of dominant speakers for a while Antonio is a mastermind when it comes to things. He has things already outlined, created, before you can even imagine it, and he's just waiting on the perfect time to actually put it out there. So I knew of this platform that was going to be created, but we didn't know exactly what it was gonna be or what have you, or even if it was gonna be a co-host. I'm glad I have my co-host. It's nice to look at something very beautiful. So, you know, it's great, you know? Right, 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 right. we created that, and then we just we just kept on building off it, and then we ran with it. Here it is okay. now. So you
2: also as being a part of the bureau, we get lots of training you know on, on to, to, to perfect our craft. You recently done a keynote within the bureau a while back, and it's something I have to touch on this because like I, when we had one of our we have our trainings. Um, I, I spoke about how you and other people that the, our listeners are going to have an opportunity to listen to how those speeches affected me. You had a statement in there that everybody that spoke spoke after you commented on, which was we spoke on integrity. Right. correct. And you said "And in, what integrity means to me may mean something different to
1: you. My Man. integrity is defined by me and yours by you.
2: That is deep. Man, how did you come up with that and what made you, I mean, the way you said it was so eloquent, it was just like you were speaking and everybody was in awe and then you hit us with that. We're just like, okay, wait a second. Now, let me think about this. Where did that come from? What made you say that?
1: Well, in researching uh, what integrity is, that's how I end up coming up with that theme. And then I continue to just build it off of there because integrity may not mean the same thing to you as it means to me. Why? Because I look at humans as universes. We are all our own universe. How you think is not how I think. And that was a lesson that I had to learn that one of my professors in college taught me. I can't expect for you to process and do things as I would do it because we're not the same individual. So that's why I created that theme. My integrity is defined by me and yours by you. So that you are ensuring that you are living up to whatever it is that you feel your integrity must be as well as what mine is. This way we're not crisscrossing up.
2: Man, that's deep. So I had to come back. As you you see, I don't have a list of questions because I knew when I had an opportunity just to talk with you from knowing you the little bit that I do and getting to know you that – you have a story, and, man, you have a lot of things happening for you. I don't need questions with you. Anybody who interviews Law, all you need to do is say, hey, Law, how you doing? And he will take it from there. He will give you food for time. <laughs> So, And the reason I said that, for because if there's anyone out there listening right now, if you're looking for a public speaker, I'm sorry, professional speaker, to come and put their stamp on something to give your audience A little oomph, Law is that man. Law is that person because his story from where he came from to get over some of the things that he's had to overcome to where he's at now and his network of people that he surrounded him to, you're going to hear some amazing things from Law. So I'm telling you right now, y'all better get him now before he blows up. Because his fee now, I guarantee you, is going to change in the next six months or so, because law is no joke. Law is he is the law.
1: Thank you. I president. received that.
2: I yes, assume. sir. Yes, sir. So you got the 30. As you, we're bouncing all around because, man, you got me so excited. I don't care about the, the, being in structure because you got in this conversation where we're going and I, we got some more stuff to go. So hopefully people are not thinking that we, we're done because we're not done. I'm just plugging this brother where, where where it needs to be plugged at because of what he has going on. Now, we got the 30 days under our belt. We're writing this book. It's writing itself by, by you know, with the guidance of our, our mentor. So the 30 days, you got that going, you're doing that. You got this thing, this um, partnership with an agency there in New York, man. Tell us about that.
1: Yes, yeah, so I am partnering with the Brownsville Action Neighborhood Action Center within the Health Department of New York State here in Brooklyn, and I'm teaching a workshop called Master Your Choice, which is all about dream building and finding your happiness.
2: Wow. So, I know you you've, you've actually had a workshop last month you had one, didn't you?
1: I did. I, saw I did on
2: facebook was that was that partnered with that or was that something totally different
1: nope that's the same exact organization yes okay
2: so who did you do what so you did that one for the for that organization
1: so i'm i'm actually teaching the workshop in the health department and oh, wow that's where the partnership comes in
2: i didn't know that and and you put some of that on facebook i think is that on your facebook page
1: there is something on Facebook from it. Yes, it is. And then there was something else where they honored me. I think you might be talking about the honoring. Yes, yeah. I received yeah, a yeah. plaque for my yeah. service. Yeah. Okay. So what it started is, is that we have a community group within my uh, community that we do outreach work within the community. And that's where my affiliation started. And then I end up leaving. Well, I didn't leave because I'm still a part of it. I end up taking... Bit of a seatback because I was focusing on my speaking career and then you know I became a published author and all that. And I said, you know what? This workshop that I created, I want to do this in my community. I want to ensure that people are living to their highest expression of themselves. So I went back to one of the leaders who is within the action center and I gave her my book and then I told her a little bit about the workshop that I was working on. And she said, You know what? This is awesome. This is exactly what our theme is for this year of getting unstuck and actually going for what it is that you want in life and i said you know what i have to do this workshop And so she said and hey, we need you so wow. that's when i end up starting to do the workshop within the action center in the health department
2: man that is great so can anybody come to those workshops or they're just internal to their organization
1: no, anybody can come in. So we actually had our third annual block party this past year, and I was doing a lot of advertising there, letting people know about the workshop and what it is that I cover within it, because it's, it's all about digging deep into your psyche and really pondering what it is that you are doing with your life. Are you really focusing on the things that you want to do, or are you just sitting there being complacent with whatever it is that you're currently dealing with? Okay.
2: That is great. So when is the next one of those events, just in case someone else wants to come in and see law and just see that, how that atmosphere is about? When is, do you know when the next one is scheduled for?
1: The next one is actually scheduled for this weekend, July 13th. The other okay. dates we are working on, because there's going to be at least one every single month, but we're working on getting more dates in as we go along. And I just will continue to post it on my social media. It's called yeah. Master Your Choice. And one of the beautiful things about this um workshop is that it really pon- it really forces you to think about what makes you happy because antonio taught me and what i teach my family and friends and my nephew is what is the secret to life the secret to oh. life is to be happy right how do you be happy you be happy by doing the things that make you happy as simple as it might sound with it coming out of my mouth when you're actually in it and you're trying to do it it doesn't feel so simple Right. That's what it is. That is the secret to, to life. You got to do what makes you happy. And when you are, it so much easier.
2: That is great. That, that's awesome, man. So let, let me see here. So we went through a whole bunch of good stuff. Um, what's next for law? You know, we we got, we've been blessed with this platform. We, we have a podcast to get our message out there on our personal brands, as well as to shine light on the, the Bureau of Dominant Speakers. You know, it's just not um, Law and myself, there is a host of other individuals that, that our listeners are gonna be able um, to, they're, they're gonna find and they're gonna hear eventually, but what's next for Law? You got a podcast now, you have a major platform. What else, what, where, where else are you going right
1: now that, that you got in the, in the pipeline? What's next for me? Mm there's almost always something going on within law but what i really want to do is i want to MC more events so i'm actually really excited to be up in front and entertaining for the acah training that's occurring in october but i really want people to actually see that and say you know what i really need law to come in and MC my event entertain my guests take them to new heights and then kind of see where it goes from there because that's where my heart is. I love to take care of people, I love to entertain people. Even when you come to my house and we have some type of, of event or what have you, I'm gonna make sure you got a drink in your hand, I'm gonna make sure you got the plate in your hand, we're gonna ensure that there's laughter going on, there's music playing. I just love to ensure that everyone's having a good time because that's what my mother taught me. And I don't even call my mother mother or mom, I call her lady. That is what Lady taught me growing up. Oh. You take care of people. You ensure that they are having a good time. So I always keep that in mind with everything that I am doing. Man, that's killer a
2: law. So what products, because I know when you and I were talking a little bit ago, you, you got hopefully you got a little package in front of you, a little bitty, I don't know if it's a black package or uh, blue or whatever. You got some, some, some materials that people can get from you you have one of those in front of you right now?
1: I actually do. Uh, So you're talking about the Relation Complacency Training. Okay. I came up with.
2: That is great, man. So can anyone get that or is that just for your workshops?
1: Um, I actually sell it at the workshops. I sell it at wherever I speak at. And you can also get it online as well. Okay. I can actually put that in the show descriptions as well as where you can get that. All that will be in there because it's a long... Uh, web address. So I won't, gotcha. I won't bore you with that, but it will be in there so you can check it out and belacing complacency training is all about becoming a new you within the 30 days. Again, what I do is I really force people to dig deep inside of their psyche and really process what it is that you are doing with your life. So any product that I come up with is always following that.
2: Okay, so you have that product. You got your book. Any other products, courses that you got out there right now that, you know, the, the listeners can, can reach out to you and get some of that?
1: The Master of Your Choices is online, too. So stay tuned for that. Because if you can't come in person in Brooklyn, you will be able to get online and take it as well. That is
2: crazy, man. So I tell you what, man, this has been an amazing first bots podcast with my co host and lo- see, you're killing me. I'm going to off this call right now. I'm going to have me a...
1: has a ring to it. Bod's is Man, going on
2: so I'm, sick. I'm te- okay, this is the thing that you don't realize. You got the bod to go with the bod. See, now I got to go have me a protein shake, eat me a salad, go to the gym. See, you putting too much pressure on the brother because we're going to get to um, Houston in October and they're going to be like, wait a second now, we got a half a bod and then we got a dad bod. no. No. See, I got, see, you putting pressure on me right now. And I, I got, see, you, you, uh, what, what's the good way of thinking? You've issued a challenge, uh, but not issued a challenge. So I got to uphold to something right now. So I'm just letting you know right now. Uh, I'm, you know who Don King is? Not Don do. King, but Butch Lewis.
1: Butch Lewis. No. who is Butch?
2: Okay. Butch Lewis was a promoter that whenever you saw Butch Lewis, all he had on was either a vest, a coat, and a bow tie,
1: no shirt. That, okay, you know the funny thing about that because that was me. <laughs> it still is me, though. <laughs> 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 my siblings sometimes they hate my vest. They be like, "Oh, he's always in a vest." Oh God, always. Oh, oh, no, so
2: you didn't hear me. I said vest and a boat. That's it. Yes, that was me. All right, look, look out October because one half of the bot he gonna be ready. Vest. No shirt and a bow tie. That it. <laughs> I don't
1: know if I'll be like that in the training, but <laughs> if you catch me on the outskirts, you will probably see me like that.
2: Oh, man. That is funny, man. So, Law, this has been great, man. So, that's been great to coming in, man. Is there anything else that you want to let our listeners know before we get out of here, man?
1: I got to give you my quote. Please Life do. is choice-driven. Life is choice-driven. You are deciding factor in all that you do. Man, okay. powerful,
2: ladies and gentlemen, law, load, court,
1: load, coats. Yep. I got,
2: I got to slow down when I say it because that, that's, okay. a, that's, that's a, much for me. So you have heard from the man himself, the man who, who's got it all in the plan. Who, who you're going to see a lot of remarkable things coming from this brotherhood. I, I'm not going to say in a year or something, I'm just going to say within the next six months, his name is going to be plastered everywhere. You're going to start seeing him. So I'm telling you right now, if you're looking for speakers, if you're looking for trainers, you're looking for a coach, you're looking for a mentor or whatever to, to come out to, to speak to your organization or your groups, your schools or whoever, you got the man right here that you need to be reaching out to. So. All I gotta say, man, to, to tell our listeners right now: thanks for tuning in today, everybody. Make sure to write us a good review, a bad review, to indifferent on the podcast. It didn't, ma- it doesn't matter because this is our first podcast. It's nothing gonna do but shoot up from here. Because once you guys see Laws, his logo, it's a rocket, and we this podcast is on a trajectory straight up. We're gonna bring some phenomenal guests on. You're gonna hear some great stuff from some sp- from some folks. And you're going to want to be a part of this organization. So we'd love to hear from you, Law.
1: Yes. So where can our listeners reach us at? Well, you can reach me at Launcher with Law on my social media or right. LaunchingWithLaw.com, and you can get all the information that you need about law there.
2: That's awesome. So you can reach me at, Team Anderson Business, g- at g- TeamAndersonBusiness, Business at gmail.com. Right now I'm still putting some stuff together. I am not as accomplished. And you know, out there as my co-host, but being in this company, you're gonna hear a lot from me later on. But right now, that's where you can reach me. Right now, Team Anderson Business, you hear more about later. But hey,
1: long go ahead and talk to the folks. Until next time, subscribe and download the Buds. That's right, podcast. (laughs) We have some exciting speakers coming on the podcast that you won't want to miss
2: absolutely we got some professional speakers from all walks of life with some great stories that they're gonna let they're gonna share with you and folks as we go I am Vince Anderson
1: I am Laura Lode Holtz and we are the
0: Buds Keepers that's See right time, and we're out we are out thank you for tuning in to the Bureau of Dominant Speakers podcast we hope you enjoyed what you've listened to if you have enjoyed what you've listened to and what you've been hearing be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share this podcast with everyone you know. Again, thank you for listening to the Bureau of Dominant Speakers.